Welcome, everybody, as we come together today on this twenty-fifth Sunday in ordinary time. It's lovely to be able to speak to you uh, this evening uh, on this twenty-fifth uh, Sunday weekend, and to hope that you have a good week as we go through, and that the good weather that we've been having at the moment uh, continues. And so we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My sisters and brothers in Christ, today we hear, Seek the Lord while he is still to be found, and call to him while he is near. This is the first words of the first reading from Isaiah in our, uh, our celebration this weekend. And so we come together today to seek the, the Lord in word and sacrament, knowing that he can be found in Scripture and in the Eucharist and, of course, in each other. We call to him now, lifting our voice in prayer, aware of his closeness as we gather together, where two or more are gathered in his name. Lord Jesus, you are the everlasting source of mercy and forgiveness. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the Word made flesh. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way that leads to eternal happiness. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who founded all the commands of your sacred law upon love of you and of our neighbour, grant that, by keeping your precepts, we may merit to attain eternal life. And this we ask through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. And the reading comes from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Seek the Lord while he is still to be found, and call to him while he is still near. Let the wicked man abandon his evil way, the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn back to the Lord, who will take pity on him, to our God, who is rich and forgiving. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways are not your ways. It is the Lord who speaks. Yes, the heavens are high above the earth, as my ways are above your ways, my thoughts above your thoughts. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is close to all who call him. The Lord is close to all who call him. I will bless you day after day and praise your name forever. The Lord is great and highly to be praised. His greatness cannot be measured. The Lord is close to all who call him. The Lord is kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. How good is the Lord to all, compassionate to all his creatures. The Lord is close to all who call him. The Lord is just in all his ways and loving in all his deeds. He is close to all who call him, who call on him from their heart. The Lord is close to all who call him. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessings on the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Alleluia. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner going out at the break of day to hire workers for his vineyard. He made an agreement with the workers for one denarius a day and sent them into the vineyard. Going out at about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You go to my vineyard too, and I will give you a fair wage. So they went, and at about the sixth hour, and again at about the ninth hour, he went out and did the same. Then at about the eleventh hour, he went out and found more men standing round, and he said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You go to, into my vineyard too. In the evening, the owner of the vineyard said to the bailiff, Call the workers and pay them their wages, starting with the last arrivals and ending with the first. So those who were hired at the, about the eleventh hour came forward and received one denarius each. When the first came, they expected to get more. But they too received one denarius each. They looked at it and grumbled at the landowner. The man, the men who came last, they said, have done only one hour, and you have treated them the same as us, though we have done a heavy day's work all in the heat. He answered one of them and said, My friend, I am not being unjust to you. Did we not agree on one denarius? Take your earnings and go. I choose to pay the last comer as much as I pay you. Have I no right to do what I like with my own? Why be envious, because I am generous? Thus, the last will be first, and the first last. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we have said many times, we live in extraordinary times. Who could have predicted this time last year that the government would come up with a scheme called furlough which enabled people to be paid for staying at home and not going out to work? We would have said that this is crazy, and yet it has been a tremendous measure to help us through this crisis and there is understandable concern that it is going to come to an end next month. Today's parable of the landowner who persistently goes out at different times of the day to hire workers for the vineyard, and even goes out at the eleventh hour offering the same deal as to those who started work at the beginning of the day, this doesn't make managerial or financial sense. It's simply crazy. But the parable is not a blueprint for business, for the kingdom of heaven is not a human endeavour, nor does it follow ordinary rules and regulations, and it certainly does not make economic sense. This is a parable about God who persistently seeks out workers for his vineyard. The landowner is relentless, going out five times through the day to find labourers. His willingness to hire those who have been rejected and then his desire to pay them all a full day's wage is at the heart of what the kingdom of heaven means. 
Our God is relentless at seeking us out and chooses us despite our unworthiness and is lavish in his giving to us, not because we deserve it and not because we had worked hard all the day long to earn it. And even if we come at the last minute, he does not, he does, it's all simply because he loves us. As our first reading reminds us, God's thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. Why be envious because I am generous, the landowner says in the gospel. And God repeats this to each and every one of us. For here is the problem. We view God's generosity as a little crazy, for it does not fit in with our usual patterns of behaviour, and it can be a cause of envy, as it was when Matthew was writing this gospel. For those who embraced the gospel of Jesus and came from the Jewish tradition felt that they had worked hard all the day long for this, whereas the new converts from paganism had come at the eleventh hour. And of course I've heard converts to the faith describe how they were looked down upon by cradle Catholics for they had come late in the day. Today's Gospel then is about the generosity of God, a generosity that we all receive whether we come at the beginning or the end of the day. It's a challenge to us for we can be guilty of envy, one of the deadly sins we say. And like anger last week, envy can be a poison so that we're not able to embrace both the goodness of God and the goodness of others. It reminds us that we cannot enjoy what we have as long as we regret what we have not. I'll just repeat that. Have a think about that. It reminds us that we cannot enjoy what we have as long as we regret what we have not. St. Francis of Assisi, whose feast day we'll celebrate next month, opted for poverty even though he came from a wealthy and privileged background. He opted for poverty and owned as a result the beauty of the whole universe. Having nothing, he possessed the joy of everything. This week I'm also taking the opportunity to ask the people coming to our sh as masses for their generosity. While keeping safe, we try to help our, co our community across the town, coming together in our Hope Church of St. Jo Joseph to celebrate our faith. And we're grateful for all those from our different churches who are acting as stewards and those who are cleaning our church every Friday morning and those who are sanitizing the church after our liturgies. We're asking people if they can help in any of these ways. It is not the 11th hour and we're happy to accept their support. It's only then that we will be able to look at extending what we're doing. At the beginning of this year, many of us would have been thinking about what we were going to do and what we were going to achieve and possess as we go forward. At the beginning of this crisis, we were full of regret for what had been. Now, hopefully, we have learnt to be grateful for what we have, no matter how simple or mundane, because at last we have realised the value of what it is and not what could be. So let us pray to the Lord, 
for he is close to all who call him. Let us bring to the Lord our prayers for all of the world in need. And I ask you to pray for Pope Francis and all the bishops, priests and deacons and all God's faithful people that we may respond to Christ's call to spread the gospel with joy. Lord, hear us. For political leaders at every level, that they may be compassionate to those who are most vulnerable, to those who have been overlooked or forgotten. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the baptised who no longer or rarely attend church, that our witness of transfigured lives in Christ will draw more people into an active participation. Lord, hear us. And for those who respond to God's call to the priesthood, that like St. Paul, they might glorify Christ in their chosen vocation. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And for our parish community, that we may invite and welcome others at all times with generosity, modelled by the landowner in our gospel today. Lord, hear us. And we pray for all those who are sick, both at home and in hospital, those mentioned in our newsletter, and of course, particularly those suffering from the coronavirus. We pray for Linda Robotham, whose anniversary, uh, who died recently, and for all those whose anniversaries occur at this time. And in our Masses this weekend, we're remembering Michael Gray, who died recently, George Hoy, with the further repose of the soul of Bill Rodriguez, for Maria and Alan Ferguson, deceased, and deceased members of the Richardson family, and of course, for all the people of the parish. And during the week, we will pray in our Masses for Peter R. Wilson, Ken Cool, Raymond and Eileen Biddle, deceased members of the Walsingham Pilgrimage on uh, Thursday, which is the Feast of Our Lady of Walsingham, for the well-being of Matthew Leonard, for Ethel and Thomas Wilkinson, for grandsons, for Maria Richardson, and for a special intention. Lord, hear us. And we ask Mary, our mother, to be with us in our prayers. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Generous God, you lavish us with your infinite love as we gather in your name around this, the, around you. Listen to our needs and grant them, we pray, through the greatest expression of your love, our, your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. And so gathering in your home and in the homes through prayer of so many others and with those who gather in the house of the church, we pray in the words that Jesus, our Saviour, gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. This week we're remembering Jonathan in our prayers too. Jonathan will be ordained on the 3rd of October and we're having a little collection for him next weekend. We've been also collecting for the uh, holy places uh, in Palestine or the Holy Land and for the Christian community there that works so hard to keep these wonderful places open for us as pilgrims and who suffers so often so greatly as a minority. We're also asking, as I said, for further volunteers to help us in the different ways. And I would encourage you, if you know of any other housebound person, to let them know of this prayer and telephone service and give them the details so that they too can appreciate and enjoy this opportunity. I hope that you have a really good week this week, that, as I say, we're blessed with more good weather to help us. Uh, and we pray, of course, for our community of Hartlepool in these difficult days of lockdowns, partial lockdowns and all the rest of it uh, across the northeast. We pray that uh, the Lord may keep us all safe. And may Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And let us remain in the peace of Christ. Thank you for listening.